0: Welcome to the two year anniversary episode for Summon Your Superhuman. This is episode 53, and it has taken us a good few episodes to go through all of the amazing responses to the beloved question What does summoning your superhuman mean to you? And I have to say, I've really enjoyed going through all of the different responses from each of the guests thus far, and there is just so much knowledge and wisdom. And a whole lot of love from all the answers and, and just everything that all the guests have had to share. There is such a diverse array of content and information there that can really hone in and answer any questions or anything you might be going through. It's just tap in and have a look at the history of episodes and find the one that speaks to you. So speaking of who speaks to you, this next lady that I'm about to feature is someone who encouraged me to start my own podcast very much so and her and i have just had some really great online and offline heart-to-heart conversations i spoke on her podcast which is called giving starts with you uh, and that was all about getting out of your own way which was a wonderful podcast and she is the author of giving my heart room to breathe and yeah if <laughs> I hope you can just hear. I mean, you really can. There, there is no hiding it. You can really hear how genuine and authentic this lady is. Uh, I haven't met her in person yet, but I know I will. And she is just a dear, dear, kind soul. So let's see what Nelia Hutt had to say in response to the question.
1: I don't know if this answers that question exactly, but you let me know. Okay, if this is what you're looking for. Um, So most of my life, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve, right? And I was ridiculed for it for a long time growing up. And now I think that that's my superpower. And it took me a long time to realize that. And now I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not defining myself by all the other things that people think that I am. I now know who I am and what I want and nothing feels better to me than that took me a long time. I'll be 50 next year. (laughs) It took me a long time to get there. Um, But I think, you know, the journey comes when it's ready. Like, you know, all these things are leading up to it. Right. But now it's the thing that I celebrate the most and I don't hide anymore is my heart. So I think that that's my power. I don't know if that answers your question. But answers I, I, yeah, but I, I think that's it because that's what makes me feel doing the opposite of what I did those 12 years is what makes me happy. You know, not keeping it in.
0: And thank goodness that she doesn't hold it in anymore. <laughs> and she is sharing every week with wonderful episodes on her podcast, giving starts with you. And in episode 32, Um, My guest, Bill Lee Emery, and I spoke and dived into the topic of criticism and how to be bulletproof in a society where there is a lot of divisiveness and a lot of opinions. And yeah, it was just a great conversation that I recommend you tune into if you haven't already. Now, let's see what Bill has to say about summoning your superhuman.
2: You know, the the thing that came to to mind was a BG song, Staying Alive yes yeah. and that's what it does it helps me stay alive <clears throat> so the more connected i am to my heart the more love joy bliss all those things are in my life so staying alive staying alive and staying awake
0: <laughs> and this is the thing about heart-led leaders they lead from their hearts they live and they give from a place of love and the next guest is no exception he is an absolute Bundle of positivity to follow. He's got inspirational, funny, and just knowledgeable posts that he shares on all his platforms. His name is Jake Tryon.
3: We're meant to cultivate, develop, understand, grow, love, support, guide our own selves and our souls as much as we possibly can. And to be superhuman is to understand yourself, to love yourself, to know yourself, to guide yourself, to value yourself, to forgive yourself, to push yourself, to challenge yourself, to continuously try to find ways to bring more value to the existence that you've created in your life. And I think for me, I had to get past the fact that that's not selfish in the, in the first place. That was the first thing that I really I, I hit a wall in 2011, back when I was you know, about 10 years ago, and it felt selfish at first to go deeper into me and to give myself that ability, that ability and that time and the gifts of... Uh, Self exploration, or like I started getting massage on a regular basis probably ten years ago. I, I had back problems from the military and stuff, and like to to say yes to that was it was surprisingly hard for me. I'll never forget like saying yes to like oh I'm going to go give myself an hour to take care of me. And I think once you understand that that there's much more to this existence than we can see in a mirror. There's much more to this existence than you're gonna get from social media or the news or for anything else and it takes a personal understanding of your emotions it takes a personal personal understanding of your thoughts and, and all those things to then slowly and I don't think we're in control either because I'm a man of faith I think we are being guided and we have the then choice to facilitate these, superhuman experiences that allow us to live our life in a way that others may not, because they don't open up to those things. They don't dig deeper into themselves. They don't go into those moments of sorrow and hardship and challenge that they've experienced enough to know that there's more to it than I just lost a loved one. There's more to it than I just went through a divorce. There's more to it than, you know, I just got in trouble you know, arrested and, and, there's a, there's so much more under, under that. And, you know, I, I think the ability to step back and love yourself enough to give you a chance, give yourself a chance to um, take some ownership of those things and know that you're being supported in all arenas, as long as you're willing to accept it and understand that some things you'll never understand. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's, I don't know a better way to say that, that that's where faith comes into play is is things that go on in your life. You're not, on this earth ever going to be able to grasp it. Like the secular view of things in my mind is, is very warped and it's very controlled and it's very, uh, it, it's just belongings driven. I, you know, I, I, one of the things I talk about a lot at the gym is that we're kind of a society of zombies living screen deep and, and, and we're just being distracted and being guided and being pulled in all these other different directions because of the resources that we have other people want. Instead of actually using our resources to manifest and guide and develop and build and understand the life that we should be living and that we deserve to be living. So understanding that it's not selfish and then understanding that you must protect your resources and use those two things to develop the life that you're meant to live and that God's calling you to and that will fulfill the the actual spiritual soul that, that you're carrying with you every single day will bring you a superhuman existence.
0: Wow. So that was Jake Tryon in episode 34. And wow. <laughs> and either side of that episode, so episode 33 was a solo one I, I did about Don't Die Wondering, Turn Your Regret and Fear into Fire. And episode 35, What's Stopping You? So it only seems fitting now to jump into the next one, which is Rewriting Your Story, Change Your Reality with Joey Kramer.
4: Summoning my superhuman means living my life to its fullest potential, not missing the mark, you know. In everything I do, see the beauty in the chaos. Understand that I'm an infinite being of love, of light. I am an infinite piece of God. There's nothing to fear. There's nothing I can't do. This is my reality, my universe to create. And I choose to create beauty. I choose to create love. I choose to create abundance. And that is the reality I am blessed to live each and every day. And that's that's my version. That's my idea of being superhuman. When I'm living like that, I'm living in my own version of heaven. And I believe we all have that ability to, Mm -hmm. to go there. We just, this is a, this is a learning process. This is an evolution. This is a new way of thinking. And the world is awakening to this new reality that we've shifted into. And it's a, it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Joy is the creator of the Reality Network, which is like a series uh, of amazing topics and speakers, which hopefully I will be featuring in in the next season. So it's had season one and then season two will hopefully be in the near future. And so now we move on to a conversation I had about a superhuman skincare schedule with the skin deep specialist, Samantha Ditch. I would say
5: just... Finding that fire inside of you, you know, who are you meant to become and don't, and you know, stop at nothing until you achieve who you are, because every single one of us on this earth was given a gift and some people live their entire life and never use that gift. So I would say tapping into your superpower is using your gift and impacting the world with it.
0: Amen, sister. All about harnessing your unique gifts and being your best self, bringing out your superhuman potential. This is what this show is all about, and next up we've got fit girl athlete mentor Paige Tons talking all about how to be your most confident athlete.
6: Okay, so the first thing that comes to mind would be um, to bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, so my coach shared with that that with me a while back ago. Um, especially when I was going through a lot of like of my own fear and doubt about um, starting this business and taking it full time and leaving the whole like nine to five world. It was like a really scary leap, which I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs can um, relate to. And I just had so much worry and fear of the unknown. And she was just like, you can bet on yourself. Like who who else would you bet on? Like you have, you have gotten yourself to where you're at now. You've overcome so many different things. You've, um, have had a lot of success. Like who else would you want to bet on other than yourself? And I was like, right (laughs) I can bet on myself so when I even like now like as I go through like some, you know we're going through ups and downs through owning businesses and things like that and I just have to remind myself like I have done it before I've figured out things before even though this might look different or maybe I haven't done this Mm -hmm. thing exactly like I know that I will be able to figure it out, whether it's me asking for help, asking for support. but I'm gonna bet on myself because I know that I'm an action taker, that I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make something work or learn from it or shift or whatever it might be. Uh, So betting on yourself, I think, is like summoning my, my superpower.
0: I love that, betting on yourself. When's the last time you bet on yourself? Mm, great response from Paige. And so now we jump into a interesting conversation. <laughs> Anjay and I got a little bit nerdy talking about chronic inflammation, autoimmune disorders, mold toxic- toxicity, uh, and so forth. So let's see what Anjay Malitki had to say in response to that question.
7: It means embracing vulnerability. And sometimes like throughout this whole process and being in the depths of being like bedridden for that time, like I truly had to surrender to that and had to, you know, let go to uh, from a preconceived idea of who I thought I was, you know, that identity that I constructed and built around my achievements and my abilities, my physical abilities and stuff like that. And without that, you know, eventually it just felt nothing. It was very depressing. But then I came to realize like, I, In so much more than, you know, these external feats or, you know, this, these material things that, you know, I pride myself, oh, I had once pride myself in, but, you know, getting just down to that base level and embracing so much gratitude for the simplest things, the sun shining through the clouds, just the wind blowing past my skin and being able to feel that, feeling the warmth of the sun, like all these beautiful magnificent inconceivable miracles that we've you know eventually started to take for granted and you know being able to go to that place of more of a childlike wonder it's completely transformative on how i show up in this world in this body you know so that's one of the biggest ones is that the vulnerability gratitude surrendering to it all it's it's some powerful stuff.
0: <laughs> it sure is, and it's a beautiful response. And now we're hitting the episode forty mark, which was an episode I did that I spoke about setbacks to success. Uh, how how appropriate and how relevant this just always is, because people imagine that it's always smooth sailing, but it, it's not. And so that episode was all about how to navigate and rise. Then we go into episode 41, which is The Evolution of Dreams, which is Divergence to Destiny with Daniel Chudley, who is the owner of Game Ready Performance, the athletic facility that I am fortunate enough to now be a part of. And I might have to do a follow-up with him because he can probably shed some more light about how you must rise uh, out of what occurs because it's not been a smooth ride Uh, the entire time but he is definitely an example of a passionate perseverance leader so let's see what daniel had to say
7: well, I think it would probably mean to me, um, I guess the journey that I went through with my injury and as you touched on before as well, is digging deep
3: mm-hmm.
7: and not just the wins, but the losses and how you can experience them and how you can fight back from the losses. Um, so I guess it's finding that element, which means a lot to you um, and not losing track of your vision throughout those losses will always get you back on top. Um, I think to me, that's probably... Keeping superhuman and I think uh, everyone can do that if they've found the right way that they need to go
0: And daniel is definitely a shining example of someone who's found their passion and been able to bring it to life and it's just on a continual path now to Grow and only become better from here. So it's very exciting to be able to witness that. Thank you, daniel So next we actually move on to someone who's very clear who has been very clear on their career path and their passions and has been very successful at it. Let's check in with the property professor, Mr. Peter Kalitsos.
2: What does summoning my superhuman mean to me? Uh, well, I need to be, I need to be motivated to do that. Because as you get older, you lose a lot of, mo- you lose motivation to do things. Um, but my wife says I'm very disciplined. Um, what does summoning my superhuman mean to me? Maybe we can pause and I can think about it.
0: <laughs> well, I just think about perhaps, you know, those those times where you feel like you're stuck, you know, how do you sort of summon that strength to overcome?
2: Oh, well, I'm generally a glass half full guy. Okay. I'm, I'm an optimist. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if things are going pretty badly or I've got a big decision to make, I, I just need to sleep on it. And I'm because I'm a morning person. Um, Yeah, sorry, I don't have a better answer.
0: (laughs) What would be your advice then to say, you know, the younger version of you go back, you know, 30 years? um, What would be your words of wisdom that you would give to them?
2: Oh, actually, they're around the room. I yeah. Hear that. So, vision. Make the dreams of today become the opportunities <laughs> of tomorrow. And if I turn around, <laughs> destiny is not a matter of chance; it's a matter of choice. Mm. If you want something, you go for it. Now, it may not be easy, but if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? And so, you know, for me, I am where I am not just because I I just had a day job, right? Uh, I had a day job, but then I did extra. I wrote books. I went back to uni and studied. I wrote articles, and all of that takes time. Um, but yeah, like a lot of things might seem impossible. You know, I've if if we're talking about fitness, you know, I ran a marathon, and before I ran the marathon, there was no way in the world I'm going to run a marathon. And and today I look back and I think shit. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said
0: that. <laughs> no, it's fine.
2: Um, Did I run a marathon? But, you know, 42 kilometres starts with the first kilometre. Mm. And I remember the first run I did, my warm-up took longer than the actual run, but I got there. You know, I've ridden my bike 1,000 kilometres over seven days. Mm. That's hard. But, you know, the first step is ride, oh, maybe not 1K, ride 10Ks, mm-hmm. ride 20, ride 50, ride 100. Baby steps, baby steps. And with any big task, you break it down into small tasks and then it seems achievable. Yeah. So, look, if I was talking to my younger self, I'd say, look, you know, dream big and go for it.
0: Well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> this is that is how Peter has summoned his superhuman. You know, there we go. Now dream he, big yeah. and go for it. Now he's comfortable. Like he's here to, well, you know, he's.
2: You never stop dreaming because there are still opportunities out there. Yeah. And just because I'm 61, I mean, 60, the you know, 60 is the new 50, or probably the new 40, actually. <laughs> so it doesn't mean that life stops. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. It just means that you have different goals. You're like, I'm still very active. All right. Mm-hmm. I can't ride as fast as I can, but I can ride further if mm-hmm. I want to. Mm-hmm. So um so there, just because you get to a certain stage in your life doesn't mean that you stop training. Your goals may change a bit, um, but, yeah, you've. All, you should, I think you should always have goals, and, but you should always have a plan in place to achieve those goals.
0: Such wisdom from Peter. I, he He just has so much wisdom to share, and if you ever get a chance and if you are interested in anything real estate, he is definitely, definitely worth listening to. And so we now move to another Adelaide real estate superstar, but in sales,
8: Mr. Daniel Seach. I think finding something that you're passionate about day to day is really important. I see a lot of people doing jobs they don't like, feeling like they're trapped in this sort of, and you know, it's it's a pretty upfront term, but mediocrity of just being day-to-day doing something because they think they need to do not ever feel like you need to fit a mold of anyone's sort of you know what they think you should be doing you know as a real estate agent people think oh yeah i probably have 20 houses i don't want to be a homeowner it's not in my goals in life to really be a homeowner so i don't fit that mold whereas i've got people all the time saying no you got to buy a house i just don't fit that mold and i think it's really important that you do what you feel is the right like your path will be carved out from your intentions, who you are as a person, the universe has a weird way of sort of helping you form that. And you just follow the inner voice that tells you to do, you know, what you want to do rather than conforming to just what the norm is or what people think you should be doing. I think if you find that, and for me, that was real estate and it was working as an independent agent within a business that really helped me find that. And I feel like I have found that I've got to hone it a bit and, and sort of bring it in on the sides and just really just put it on a good path. But I think once you find that it it makes life a lot more interesting and and a lot more straightforward to get up and tackle every day yeah
0: amazing answer you get what you put in (laughs) i was joking to daniel about calling him mr moore from uh, now on after that interview so that was wonderful and so next we go into a discussion about addictions so a great conversation about addictions and how she was able to overcome it
9: with ellen elizabeth For me, I was thinking of that when I saw the title, um, being your most authentic self. I think, um, for me, I would, I call my sobriety, my superpower, um, because if I don't have it, then I, I don't have anything else. Like my family goes away, my kids and Mm -hmm. everything I've been working for would be gone. And so to have that as a superpower is, you know, just the most important power I have. So someone in your superhuman to me is actually being the authentic person, most importantly, to yourself. Um, Because if you don't self-love, self-care, do all those types of things, then you're never going to be that superhuman that you want to.
0: So good. I just, Really enjoy going back over all of these responses. It's taken quite a bit of time, so thanks for your patience. Although on the edited side, <laughs> it's not as long as all the time that I've spent um, going back over clips and putting them all together. But nonetheless, it has been entirely worth it. So we are in the home stretch now—the final five guests before we get to episode fifty. And so in the next one, we're talking to super super mum about her self care schedule and it was just an incredible conversation. She is still going from strength to strength ever since we've done this. The amazing Trisha Robinson.
5: For me it it was digging deep when you thought you couldn't go one more step and like just saying I can do this. There have been moments um actually, when I was in Spain going down this mountain and I was scared out of my mind, it was going so fast and I'm holding onto the bike and I'm breaking as hard as I can without trying to like die going down this mountain. And I just said, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And I was, it was, I was saying it so fast. I'm sure I was screaming it out loud too. Um, positive, like just your mind is so powerful and your body is not as strong as your mind. And your body sometimes wants to give up when your mind knows there's more to it. You can do it. And I think summoning your superpower is letting your mind own that next step and say, you're committed. You've got this. You can do this. Now, I I don't mean to say to work through massive pain or anything like that. You have to be smart. But if it's just I'm scared or I'm nervous, that's when you summer that summon that like, I've got this, I can do this. And you summon, you summon your superpower. You say, no, I've got this. If it's that important to me, I'm going to figure out a way, find a way to succeed. So that's what that means to me.
0: To do all of the amazing things that Trisha has done takes enormous mental strength, as well as physical strength, obviously. She really does have her mind right and there was just so much wisdom that she shared in that episode like there was so much about being a mom and being the example that she surely is to her two beautiful daughters and so next we move into another incredible story which is all about manifestation and all of the amazing things that she has been able to manifest and how she's done it with Dr. Marsha Evans.
7: Mm, it
5: means to trust trust myself and trust the universe that anything that I want can happen
0: and doc, Dr. Marsha Evans is living proof of that she truly does believe that she can manifest anything and she is living the life that she has designed and continues to and it's really really wonderful to watch and so in the next one we have a guest who has previously been on the show talking about her missionary work and all of the wonderful things that she does this one was a little bit more about her story personally and my goodness the things that this woman has overcome incredible and her book that just recently uh, released not long ago called nothing is too big with suzanne knapp
1: summoning my superhero
5: now superhuman now is i think in connection with the book it's actually stepping into my expertise courageously to share the wisdom and
10: make the world just that little bit better.
0: Oh, and that she is definitely making her mark in this world and making a difference. Thank you, Susan. And so now we move on to a a young guest who is certainly making a difference in her own right. She is probably the youngest CEO or she is the youngest CEO that I know at 18 years old and her name is felicity graham
10: um i think making a change for other people being able to see lives transformed with my story and using my story not for my own glory not for my own happiness or my own spotlight because again i don't like being center of attention but doing it because i know that I need to do it to make a difference for the other person. You know, like being a superhero, it wasn't, like superheroes are never for themselves. If you watch superhero movies, it's always saving other people. And I think in a sense, when you're saving other people, not like kids that can need to be saved, you're saving yourself. And I think, yeah, when when I make that change, when I see those young lives change and seeing people who are younger than me, who remind me of myself at that age, listening to me and being able to find their voice, it heals that inner child in me, and it really saves myself. So I think, yes, summoning that superhero is just helping others and making a difference in the system to help the next generation of kids in care. Because we can't stop the system from having kids in care, but we can make it a safer and better system.
0: This young lady is certainly making waves in all the right ways. She was actually in our local newspaper, The Advertiser, recently for a inspiration award uh, amongst. Any other women, but she was certainly the youngest. So it's so wonderful to watch her go from strength to strength. Congratulations on all your successes thus far, Felicity. They are only just the beginning. <laughs> and so last but not least is the episode number 49 with Nefertiti San Miguel.
11: I will say fostering my inner child, unleashing creativity in a very unapologetic way rock my style and embrace art in all shape or forms because it makes me a better person and by me fostering creativity i am not only solving problems that arise but i can facilitate solutions to other people in my environment Mm -hmm. and coming to make your peace with the past and just like an hourglass, you know, you have sun here, you have sun here and this little tiny part that is just dripping. Well, you cannot be in the past or the future. You have to be in the present because your actions today, it's going to be what you enjoy or not enjoy in the future. And your current circumstance right now is the product of your past. So whatever choices you make right here, right now, there's going to be a consequence. So be wise about it. How you spend your time? What you feed to your brain? Who speaks life into your projects or take the breath of life away from it? So the key to my happiness and my success right now, my superpower is neuroscience and in That's my holy grail because whatever tsunami wave of mixed emotions might arise, I can process that combining those two. You know, if I have to grieve, if I have to process something, if I need to be on the lookout for solutions, if I am debating on how to go about a project, if I'm feeling my best, if I'm celebrating myself, if I am going through challenging times, I can process all that and then some with a combination of the two, neuroscience and Ikebana. And if there's anybody out there that they want a more personalized, behind the scenes guidance of how to make it happen for themselves, I'm open to that conversation as well because that's what I'm here to do. Bring that noise And show that there are holistic ways how to carry your life and be happy. Because Mm -hmm. that's the ultimate goal. And don't be negligent. And, you know, people have this perception that negligence is somewhere up there. You can be negligent to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's a wrong place to be. When you are saying no to your dreams, you're being negligent when you are toning it down because you don't want insecurities of somebody in your environment to feel agitated you are being negligent to yourself when you don't make time for yourself to reset and bloom and take adequate actions for self-care you are being negligent to yourself and that's something that again nobody's talking about so my past few podcast interviews, I have been delivering some mic dropping moments by addressing the elephant on the room. Do not be negligent to yourself. And I'm here to help you if you want my help.
0: What I love about all of the amazing guests that I've been able to interview is their passion, their passion, their purpose. They, You can just hear it in the way that they talk about their lives and what they're they're striving for and driving for in their day to day and I just simply love that that is the everyday superhuman for me and I've simply enjoyed going through all all the past episodes I wish I had thought about doing this a year ago uh, for the first anniversary so I didn't have to do two years worth but it has been totally worth it and if you've listened this far, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed all of the recaps, all of the words of wisdom, as much as I have, honestly. And I guess I should I probably answer this question for myself as what does summoning my superhuman mean to me? Is It's all of the above. I couldn't have summarized it any better than in everyone's responses. But for me, when I initially, this this title came to me, it was about... Just when you are feeling weak, alone, frustrated, back against the wall, don't know what to do, you're you're literally, you're feeling like there isn't anything left. You know, those real dark moments, those real stressful times where you just are lost and somehow, in some way, in some form you summon this light within or you summon this idea or hope that things can be better, things will be okay. It's a faith, it's a knowing, it's a growing. (laughs) The knowing that these dark times will lead to much brighter times and not being afraid of the dark because through the dark is where we come through to the light. And summoning our superhuman individuality, our strengths, our unique way that we have, like that is us. And we need to share that with the world. Or at least we owe it to ourselves to live our days In our own way and shine our own light and just be unapologetically you because you are your own equivalent of superhuman and superhero in this world with your own superpowers. So that's my little finale finisher for this anniversary episode. I hope that you've enjoyed the episodes thus far and I look forward to the next 50. Episodes. Look forward to them. Um, I'm doing a lot of live ones with the um, guests that I've got coming up. And I'm doing some very informative ones that I feel like I need to share to get some information out there about certain topics that are obviously in my realm, in my world, that I would enjoy speaking to you about. So stay tuned for that. But until next time, superhuman, strengthen your mind, body and soul muscles and stay amazing.